At 4ZZZ we acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we broadcast. We pay our respects to the Elders past, present and emerging of the Turbul and Jagera people. We acknowledge that their sovereignty over this land was never ceded. And we stand in solidarity with them. You're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. Amplifying the trans and gender non-conforming voices of Brisbane and beyond. That's right. You're listening to Transmission on 4 Triple Z. Uh, my name is Ez. I use he, him pronouns. And Transmission is all about amplifying the trans and gender non-conforming voices of Mianjin and beyond. And today is an extra special episode. I've got some cool guests coming in from Open Doors to talk about a really cool Youth Week event happening down at Visible Inc. in Fortitude Valley. So hang in there for that one. We've also got the Week in Community Events and News and I got a special from Alexis, who interviewed the Attorney General, Shannon Fentiman, about the Births, Deaths and Marriages Act, that bill that's currently going through Parliament. So we'll get an update from Alexis on all that later in the episode today. But first up, as per usual, we have the week in community events. There's only really one or two events that I want to mention for this week. So tonight, Ash Nico is performing at Fortitude Music Hall. I believe at like 7.30 is the doors open. There's still tickets available if anyone is wanting to check out Superstar Ash Nico. I absolutely love their music. So yeah, that's tonight, Tuesday, the 4th of the 4th. We also have Persistence this week, which is Thursday, April 6th at 7pm at the Bearded Lady in West End. Exit Stage Z for Triple Z. Young Henry's and the Bearded Lady presents Persistence, which is a brand new club night celebrating the best of Mianjin queer and gender diverse DJs and bands. Mianjin queers and allies get on down to the Bearded Lady. This Thursday, it's Persistence 2.0 featuring Scraps, Lalaka, and DJ Nejmir. Tickets on the door are available on the door and online through Eventbrite, so I'll chuck them up on the Transmission Facebook page at Transradio with a Z. It is free entry for First Nations and Trans BIPOC attendees. So, yeah, I went to the last one. Dancing Water were there. It was absolutely awesome. It's an epic event. And Exit Stage Z, which is Dom and Alex, they do such a great job of putting together and creating safe spaces. So if you're looking for something to do that's trans and queer, inclusive and safe, it is absolutely an event that I recommend. So yeah, that's The Bearded Lady this Thursday, April 6th from 7pm. Now we go into some news. Katie, Kai, myself and Sev... Archie, a bunch of really cool people from our beautiful Mianjin Trans community attended the Trans Community Awards on Friday. And so I'm going to rattle off the winners for each category from the Trans Community Awards. Chrissy Johnson and Gina Marthas were recognized for the first ever Many Genders, One Voice Lifetime Achievement Awards for their dedication to the trans and gender diverse communities across Queensland for decades, which is really cool. So huge congratulations there to Chrissy and Gina. There's also ATSAC, which is Australian Transgender Support Association of Queensland Community Achievement Award, which went to the Sportsman's Hotel. Event of the year was the Alexander Ball. Group of the year was Parents of Transgender and Non-Binary Kids. Then there was Ally of the Year with Mikala Teague. And then there's also the Medical slash Health Provider of the Year was Den Abru. Service Provider of the Year was Free Mum Hugs. 
rural activist and advocate of the year, Melody Moore, non-binary activist and advocate of the year, Jen Jewell, and then activist of the year was Basil Kenwinski. So yeah, congratulations to all the winners from the Trans Community Awards. Huge, huge congratulations to you all. It was it was a really lovely evening. And then it was extra, extra awesome because the following day on Saturday was a rally for trans rights, which was arranged by Nico and Navindra, which was just an amazing turnout. I just have to say that it was the first protest that I've been to in a while. And the number of people that were there that showed up for the trans community and our rights was very reminiscent of when I was 16 years old in the city rallying for marriage equality for LGBT rights as well. And we wanted same-sex marriage at that time. And I remember walking through the city at 16 with this small group of people and I felt very exposed and there wasn't as many people turning up for us as I'd expected. Not to say that the people who didn't turn up weren't incredible and I'm so grateful that we did that because we've, we're here now but you know I did have this weird flashback of same feelings the same kind of size of numbers coming out to support us and it was both it was bittersweet it was like yes we're finally here trans rights we're, we're finally making something happen I felt like I was part of something but I did also feel a little disappointed that there wasn't more allies there if you're a cis person who knows a trans person you should just show up you know, we we need help. We need as many voices as we can. I think Nam got like over 3,000 people showing up and there wasn't nearly quite the same amount here in Mianjin. And I want that. You know, I want more of the L, the G and the Bs. If you identify as cis and you're in that category, trans people have been there for you for aeons. We have been standing up with you for your rights just as much as our own. This is your time to show up for us. So next time there's a rally, I would like to see more allies there. I want more cis people supporting the trans community, and I, in particular, I want more of our rainbow family there. I know there's hundreds of thousands of you in this city. Show up for us. We need you. Yeah, that's, that's the important thing. When trans lives are under attack, what do we do? Stand up, fight back! That's right. We stand up, we fight back. So thank you to everyone who showed up for the rally on Saturday. It was really, really important and really, really appreciative. Amplifying the voices of the trans and gender non-conforming community of Mianjin, Brisbane and beyond. Transmission on 4ZZZ brings you the latest in trans community news, music and events. Every Tuesday from 9am till 10am, join our team of hosts for an hour of celebrating the unique perspectives of the trans community. Transmission, Tuesday mornings from 9am till 10am on 4ZZZ. You're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. My name is Ez, and I use he, him pronouns. I am joined in studio by two really cool, awesome young people. What are your names? I'm Vex. I use they, them pronouns. Uh, And I'm Max. I use they, them pronouns as well. Hi, Vex and Max. Woo! Hi. So (laughs) glad you're here. What are we talking about today? We've got something coming up, right? Yeah, we're talking about the Rainbow Roots event that's happening tomorrow at Visible Inc. Yes! (laughs) What, what's what's happening there? So I hear there's going to be, like, some painting, maybe a barbecue. Yeah, so there is uh, definitely a barbecue. There's a weaving workshop with Karong Fiber Arts. There's botanical dyeing. There is youth-led being youth-led beading and zine making. Oh, I love zines. Um, uh, there's a mural workshop and art activities, and there's also an open mic and karaoke for running most of the day. 
Nice. That's exciting. And so, what's your favorite part about um, Open Doors? What do you like about Open Doors? Oh, the people, pretty great. Yeah. Uh, the youth workers, super fun. Just a nice chance to hang out with people like you. Yeah, I, I love going to the groups, um, Rainbow Frogs and Jelly Beans, uh, and meeting lots of other queer people. Yeah. yeah. It's a really great community. Do yeah. you get to, like, collaborate as well? Because I know, like, Visible Inc. do, like, some music stuff, and they do lots of, like, creative things, and Open Door sort of lead into that as well. Do you guys, are you both creative? Uh, yeah, so we are collaborating with Art from the Margins. Nice. Uh, so it's uh, a mural workshop that's going to be run. Yeah, um... Sorry. Yeah, um, you're all right. Um, yeah, so they run art workshops, mentoring uh, mentoring and professional development, and an op- they're providing an opportunity to exhibit their work to the wider community. Uh, they support artists who are experiencing mental health issues, homelessness, a physical or intellectual debil- disability, or social isolation. Wow, so this is all, like, for such a great cause. Yeah. Um, it's going to be, it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so what... What time is it for? When does it when does it run? Uh, it's eleven to three p.m. tomorrow at Visible Inc., uh, which is in Fortitude Valley, next to Open Doors Youth Service. Nice. I think that's is that the Green Square yeah. down there. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. It's walking distance from Four Triple Z. If you're wondering and trying to piece together in your mind where it is, yes, yeah, not far from the Barry Monster Building. So, uh, so, Vex, I hear yes. you like to play video games. I do. <laughs> what kind of games do you like to play? Um, The Last of Us is one I've been going through recently with the TV wow. show. You're, you're you're stronger than me. I'm too scared to play that game. Yeah, I hide behind a pillow when I play it. <laughs> <laughs> Holding the controller and yeah. the pillow? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I hear you also get up to some... You've got some interesting things that you like to do. Uh, yeah. Um, I listen to a lot of Taylor Swift. That's kind of my main my main thing. Personality trait. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Good old Tay-Tay. Yeah. What's your favorite song? Uh, State of Grace off Red, Taylor's version, of course. Right, nice. That's that's an older track, right? Is that from uh, yeah, 2018? Uh, the original one was from 2012, and then she has re-recorded her two of her albums, um, which came out in 2021. Right, cool. I don't know much about Taylor Swift, other than I, I was listening to Tay-Tay when she was making country music. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel, I'm feeling really old now. <laughs> <laughs> um Thank you so much for coming in today and talking about uh, this awesome Rainbow Roots. Um, what's the most? Ex- what are you most excited for about this event tomorrow? Uh, definitely the zine workshops. Yeah, yeah I gotta say that too. Zines? <laughs> yeah. Have you? Have either of you made zines before? Uh, tempted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's What's some? Do you consume zines? Is there yes. any that you like? I, I try to. Yeah, I try to. Yeah. Can you think of any that you like? Ooh, not off the top of my head. <laughs> Did you know we also have a show on 4ZZZ uh, called Art Cut, uh, and Liz Witt, who is doing some of the really cool April Atonement art that you'll see around the station, which is all those witches and kind of like a Baba Yaga building. Uh, Liz does Art Cut and talks about zines and lots of other really cool art stuff. So if you're ever interested in learning more about zines and like just general artsy, crafty things or funny things, Liz is great on Art Cut, so you can check that out too.
Yeah. Anyway, thank you both for coming in today. Yeah, thank you for yes, having thank us. Thank you for having us. Open Doors Youth Service is a Southeast Queensland support service for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender and or intersex youth aged 12 to 24 and their families. Open Doors believes that all young people have the right to explore, experience and express their gender and sexuality in safe and supportive environments and offers a range of programs and counselling services, as well as support services for parents of LGBTI youth and community education and training. For more information, visit their website at www.opendoors.net.au. Sponsors of 4ZZZ. You're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. My name is Ez. I use he, him pronouns. Yeah, you were listening to a great chat I had with Vex and Max from Open Doors about an event coming up uh, tomorrow, which will be the 5th of April. Uh, just dating the, the day today and the episode and the podcast if you're listening back on demand. Yeah, so that's Rainbow Roots, which is all about, you know, celebrating LGBTQI plus youth. And that's going to be down at Green Square in Fortitude Valley from 11 a.m. till 3 p.m. It's completely free. And yeah, it's got lots of workshops, barbecues, zines, all sorts of cool stuff. So uh, and 4ZZZ helped out with this as well. So, you know, go support cool queer youth. They're awesome. Um, we're now about to head into a pre-recorded segment. Alexis had an interview uh, a little while back, uh, maybe like a week or two ago, with Shannon Fentiman, the Attorney General, about the self-ID laws. So I'm just going to push play on this and you can catch on up on all the important information that Alexis and the Attorney General talk about. Shannon Fentiman, thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. So today we're talking about the births, deaths and marriages register bill that you've proposed. It's just come out of the committee. What are the key things you are trying to achieve with this bill? So our government is committed to an equal Queensland for everyone. It's been almost 20 years since our current birth, death and marriages laws came into effect. And I think it's fair to say that some things have changed in those 20 years. And the bill that I introduced into the parliament last year establishes a new framework to strengthen the legal recognition of trans and gender diverse Queenslanders. It's all about making sure that people's legal identity matches their lived identity. And that's really important because it means that trans and gender diverse people in Queensland will no longer be required to undergo surgery to formally register a change of sex on their birth certificate. I think currently our laws unnecessarily medicalise the recognition of a person's lived identity. And surgery is not always appropriate for everyone. It can be inaccessible and sometimes unaffordable. So our changes will remove these barriers and bring Queensland into line with most other states. You're not from the LGBTIQ community directly, so what convinced you that this was the right course of action? Well, I think having conversations with many members of the LGBTIQ plus community, but also many parents who have a child um, that is uh, trans and the difficulties that their children have faced, um, the discrimination and harassment, you know, being able to go to for a job interview and not having to explain why they're you know, identity documents don't match their lived identity. And I've heard firsthand about how distressing all of that can be. Our government has, has really worked throughout our time in office to strengthen and protect the rights of many in our community. Um, Queensland, for example, was the first state to ban gay conversion therapy. And 
these reforms are really the next part of our commitment to protecting and supporting the community. And I, I really want to thank the many community members who have shared their stories and been a part of the process because it's not an easy thing to speak up, but this is really important. And the bill would not have been possible without all of those many advocates. So a lot of the committee debate, as well as the statements of reservation from the opposition and Sandy Bolton, have focused on the separation of sex and gender in the legislation as a potential sticking point. What are your thoughts on that point at the moment? Well, again, we took the time to listen to the community and we heard loud and clear from trans and gender diverse people that treating the two concepts separately really leads to a two-tiered system that would still have people not matching their identity documents in the way they live their lives. So obviously we've seen international courts and human rights agencies take a broader approach around what makes up someone's legal sex Being one of the last states in the country to introduce these reforms, we've also had the benefit of looking to experience in other jurisdictions. In Australia, every state or territory functionally treats sex and gender as the same legal concept. So now Queensland will not be any different. And, And I think it just makes sense to listen to the people who are most affected by this. And that's that's what we did. We took their views on board and that's why we're no longer, you know, separating sex and gender from a, a legal point of view in our legislation. All right. There are a few groups that took exception to your introductory speech on the bill and the feedback from the committee from those groups was quite negative, especially on the impacts on women's spaces. What makes you confident that those concerns are overstated? We know that trans and gender diverse people do not pose any greater risk. In fact, these people are more likely to be subjected to harassment and violence because they identify as trans or gender diverse. In every Australian state that has considered the legal recognition of trans and gender diverse people, the same concerns have been raised about single-sex spaces like women's shelters and bathrooms. And of course, we have the benefit of considering the reviews that have happened interstate and internationally. During all of this work, there has been no evidence found that these reforms have compromised women's safety or rights. Now, I'm also the Minister for Women and the Minister for the Prevention of Domestic and Family Violence. If I had seen any evidence that somehow this posed a threat to women's only spaces, of course, I would take on board that evidence. I mean, we have trans people now who need to access you know, domestic violence shelters and other spaces. And that is handled, you know, in accordance with policy. And in Queensland, we have had protections for trans and gender diverse people in our Anti-Discrimination Act, I mean, for over 20 years, meaning that people are entitled to access spaces and services that match their lived identity. All this bill does is make sure that their, their birth certificate matches that lived identity. So... In answer to your question, there's just been no evidence that's been presented to me. All right, so the bill is quite wider than just transgender women, of course. It does quite a few things for LGBTIQ parents and young people expressing their identity. What sort of feedback are you getting from those groups on that part of the change? Yeah, so the bill, as you say, also makes changes to better recognise same-sex and gender-diverse parents so that a child's birth certificate reflects their parenting role. So parents on a birth certificate will be able to be registered as either mother or father or just registered as parents if they'd prefer. And 
Really, this means that same-sex couples can now register as mother and mother or father and father. You know, that's not currently the case. We're also removing the Working with Children exemption from the Anti-Discrimination Act, which allows discrimination on the basis of gender identity when working with children. So I'm really pleased that we're able to make these broader reforms that are being well supported by the community. All right, so the bill will be on the agenda from the next setting. Any clues as to when it might be up for the debate? And are you worried about any protests inside Parliament like those in Scotland on a similar piece of legislation there? Well, we'll have to wait and see about timing. Um, We do have a busy legislative agenda, but these reforms are obviously a priority for me, so I'd like to see them debated as soon as we can fit it on the agenda. And look, in terms of protests, I would say, obviously, Queenslanders have the right to assembly and protest, and I'm sure the Parliament will be able to ensure people's safety during any protests that might happen. I guess my key concern about any process is how it will impact members of the trans and gender diverse community. I want to acknowledge that there are a range of views on these reforms, but it's important that we can have this debate without creating division or spreading transphobic ideas. The Deputy Human Rights Commissioner pointed out to the committee when examining this bill that in the last 20 years, like there have been no examples of inappropriate accessing of services by people who have male intent. But there have been many examples of trans and gender diverse people being discriminated against. So I would just ask that, you know, if people do have very strong thoughts about this bill and and they do want to come to Parliament, that they are respectful of our trans and gender diverse community because we don't, as I said, want to create division or or spread transphobic ideas. Shannon Thanksman, thanks for joining us today. Thanks so much. That there was Shannon Fentiman having a chat with Alexis Pink from the Pineapple Rebellion about the self-ID laws. And, uh, yeah, so that's some really good progress. It's nice to see that we have the support of the Attorney General. And, yeah, I'm things are moving, which is good. Did you subscribe to 4ZZZ last April Atonement? Then the time to resubscribe is steadily approaching. Troll through the recesses of the internet to 4zzz.org.au to reignite your subscription for another year. Alongside Zed's everyday subscriber perks, there are plenty of surprises to be won during the month of April. Subscribe now, or else... That's right, subscribe to 4ZZZ during the month of April Atonement and win prizes! Oh, yeah, April Atonement, it's the time to, like, support local community radio. And for Triple Z, you know, we've been doing it for nearly 50 years. And interesting fact, actually, only 1% of 4ZZZ listeners actually subscribe to 4ZZZ, which is outrageous. Come on, support the thing you love. Get that magic, get that warm inner glow, subscribe, potentially win prizes, and, you know, keep transmission on the air as well. You know, that's all part of it. Yeah, anyway. Some people have been texting in, Chris messaged in saying, shout out to Sev. From announcer training. Yeah, Sev, co-host of Transmission, uh, just started their announcer training, so that's really great. Also got a message from Sass, liking the music. Love your work, Sass, you're great. See you at the staff meeting later. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so some people message in sometimes. Sometimes I look at the messages and sometimes I don't. As a trans person who puts my voice on the megaphone every single week, sometimes people like to message things in that are not very nice or accurate or true or are they even trans and speaking about issues that have nothing to do with them, which, you know, I love that. <clears throat> really love when people talk about things they know nothing about to me 
like I don't know. So that's why I don't really read the messages very often. I try to not read the messages because one, as a producer, it affects me while I'm in studio and how I am, but also it's negative. I don't want to hear negative things from cis people about what you think about a group of people that you know nothing about. So I'm just putting my foot down this morning because I get a little over it sometimes. Although I do appreciate some of the messages that do come in and I do reach out occasionally. So, you know, don't let that stop you. I do really genuinely, generally have a really positive time on the text line. It's occasionally that it's not great. So, yeah, Transmission is one of the first broadcasts in the country is a by trans for trans radio broadcast. It's all produced and run by trans people, and it all goes through Kai and I mostly. We are the co-producers of this show, and we absolutely love doing it. A big part of that is because our voices aren't always heard, and so it's great to put that megaphone to those voices, which is another reason why you should subscribe to 4 Z for us to continue being heard. Support trans rights, support 4 Z. Subscribe. 4ZZZ.org.au. Head there, subscribe, win prizes, and support the things you love. Now, it is the end of the show. Another fantastic week of trans things and trans rights. So, uh, yeah, you'll be listening to Transmission 4 Z, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Bye. When trans lives are under attack, what do we do? Stand, Stand up like that. Thank you so much for listening to Transmission. See you next Tuesday, 9 to 10 a.m. on 4 Z. Thank you.